Welcome to Young Woman Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Shania. I'm super excited to be here with you all today. Even though today's episode is a bittersweet episode because it is our finale, our last episode of season one. Oh my goodness, thank you guys who have been faithfully listening all season one for hanging in there, being there with me, listening, allowing yourself to learn and grow as you continue to go through the path, even though the journey is not always easy. You're continued, you stuck in there. I'm so proud of you. I thank you guys. And you know, I'm ready for us to get into this episode. We gotta make it a good one. We gotta leave off good and making sure that you know those notes are good. You're allowing those things to go into action in your life. So I won't continue to ramble on anymore. But you know, before we get into anything else, we gotta do our scripture of the day, our SOTD, which is the only tea we need and the only shade we will accept. And we gotta do this because it's the last one of season one. So this week's SOTD is God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. And this from Psalms 46, verse 5, God is within her, she will not fall, God will help her at break of day. Again, Psalms verse 46, chapter 46, verse 5. Okay, I know y'all seen that title, A Look in the Mirror. And if I'm being honest with you, it took me a while to kind of figure out and bounce back and forth from different titles. And I don't know why, but when I thought of this, it just instantly clicked with me and my spirit. And because originally I had a different idea for a title and what would basically wrap up everything and what we're focusing on and what this discussion is really going to talk about and so it was a little conflicting and and a struggle at first but when I thought about it the Holy Spirit laid it on me a look in the mirror it made so much sense because in this week's episode in today's discussion we're really going to be focusing on we're going to have a water break and we're going to focus on reflection in the reflection in the transformation journey and no just because it's the end of season one does that mean the transformation is journey is over and that we're done talking about it season two we move on to something totally different the transformation journey still continues in season two you know your transformation journey isn't over quick fast and in a hurry they're still growing you have to do there's still some some steps you have to take in order to continue to walk into your purpose-filled life in order to continue to walk into who God has called you to be because we may have made that decision like okay well I'm not who God has called me to be but how can I get to that area that space I'm still struggling a little bit I'm not all the way there and that's why the journey isn't over I'm still going through moments and phases of my journey but you're halfway through you've made it to a place you finished a quarter and now it's a water break God just placed that so heavy on me I'm like God how do I really describe this because it's kind of like a recap of what we're going through and what we've been through and what we've talked about and dealt with over these past few weeks um, in this season and and Holy Spirit just laid so deeply on me. It's the water break. We're in our we're in our water break moment, our time out, and we're reflecting. And the reflection is almost as important as well, the reflection is as important as the different lessons, the different skills and tools that we've been talking about and focusing on, because the reflection teaches you something about yourself that you may not have noticed and the reflection is going to show you yourself more clearly now about what was going on after and before 
I learned about these different skills and tools and steps and everything. So that's what we're focusing on today and this week. So, you know, in this, as we get started and I was thinking about, you know, this reflection and what it's looking like, but we also have to, and, and here's the funny thing about the reflection and what we'll be talking about. It's not just the reflection of the past, but we're also reflecting upon the future, if that makes sense for you. Because, you know, this is the year of acceptance. Not only is it the year of vision and everything else, I was reflecting and I was thinking, this is the year of acceptance. And by that I mean, this year, in the well, the rest of this year, it's going to be completely rough in the rest of the following years afterwards, 2021, 2022. All these following years, it's going to be so rough if you do not know who you are. And if you don't know a path into who you are, it's going to be rough because the year of acceptance, you have to be able to accept who you are. Mm, that's that's deep, but it'll get deeper when you really understand what I mean by that, because you have to be willing to accept who you are. And by when I say that, you know, I want you to understand something. Acceptance also looks like even if you're like in a place where it's like, OK, I don't really necessarily know, though, all the keys and the components of who I am. And I understand that because there's some parts of me that I'm still learning that I am. I'm going through the process of dating myself and learning those things of who I am. And I want you to understand something. It's important to know what you don't want and who you are not. Sometimes it's more important than to know who, who you are and what you do want at times. Because if you know what you don't want and you know who you aren't, and we talked about this in the first episode, you know, it'll be easier to walk into what you do want and easier to build that outline of who you are because you know that's not attached to me that's not something I'm allowing on me and in my circle in my atmosphere and in my life and that's what these past few steps in that we've been talking about with the portraying image the getting active the checking your lens and everything else that we've talked about it's allowing you to outline those steps of what you don't want and who you are not that's giving you the key line because if you don't know what you don't want and you don't know who you are not it's impossible for you to figure out what you want and who you are and without that there's no acceptance and when you get to understand what you don't want and who you are not you'll begin to accept a lot of things like oh, okay yeah that's not me I'm accepting that that's not me a lot of us struggle with not the acceptance of who you are but the acceptance of what you're not oh who hold on hold on because that was that was just it right there a lot of us don't, who Jesus, a lot of us don't struggle with accepting who we are. Sometimes that's the easy part for some of you. You might struggle with it, but for some of you, the Holy Spirit is saying that's the easy part for you. The hard part is accepting who you are not. You don't know how to say, I'm not that, so I'm not going to try to fit into that section. I'm not going to try to fit into that box because some of you have already accepted. Mm, nope. Some of you think that you've accepted who you are, but God is saying you can't accept who you are truly all the way if you're not accepting that you're not that because you're trying to force who you are to get along with who you are not Ooh, ooh, you're trying to force who you are to get along with who you are not and that's not that's not how you do it that's not true acceptance because you're bringing acceptance and denial in a, in a box together you're bringing them in a room together and these aren't the type of opposites that are going to attract you're you're downplaying your acceptance you're decreasing your acceptance when you're trying to Put it together with denial. Mm. 
Mm, that's it right there that is it right there somebody ought to write that down yeah just drink some of your water after that that was that was a moment right there drink some of your water um and and a lot of us we struggle with the excuse of and i'm gonna say the excuse of because listen we struggle with the excuse of well i don't know that i'm putting together who i am not with who i am because i've never found truly who i am I don't know how to be who I am, but listen to this. You've always been in your purpose because that's that's what that's who you are. That's what you're walking into when you figure out your purpose and figure out how to walk into that. That's a humongous part of who you are, your purpose. And you've always been in your purpose. You were born in your purpose. His word says so when when God created you. You were born in your purpose. He knew what you were destined for. And the Holy Spirit spoke so deeply to me. You've always been in your purpose. In fact, you were born in your purpose, but you chose to abandon your purpose. As we get older, we start to experiment with different things and start to dabble in. You know, I mean, sometimes we can't help it. You dabble in who you are not. And, and that's OK, because then you got a chance to figure out who you aren't. But the problem is when you dabble and your dabble turns into a dip. Ooh, mm okay okay come through though come through god then because a lot of us have stopped dabbling and started to dip and that's a, that's a problem stop dipping in situations that god only meant for you to dabble in because he needed you to dabble in it because you could see oh that's not who i am i'm gonna have to walk away and when we say dabble when you put your foot inside the pool of water and you're like okay cool you try to figure out if this is the type of temperature i'm okay with getting into but some of you are just straight dipping into it and it's like okay with no warning and you're staying in some temperature you're staying in an area of your life that God says you were only meant to dabble and keep walking but instead you stayed in that situation where you knew you were not that you stayed in it because it gave you toxic comfortable comfortableness you were you were able to be comfortable with the toxicity that was in that you were able to be comfortable with something that was not you mm. just because it gave you a moment of pleasure you say, oh, I'm comfortable with this. It's like when you're staying in a warm bath or a warm pool and the water begins to get cold because you've been in it for too long. That's telling you, oh, okay, it's time to get out. The temperature didn't change. You then, you got in and you then realized this is not who I am. But God is saying you've chosen to stay dipped in that situation and it's not who you are. So then you begin to lose a little bit more of your purpose each moment that you chose to stay in that moment, that temporary moment of pleasure. You decided to leave that that um, that persistent, that steady, that consistent pleasure because you're, you're thinking that it's, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. So I have enough time to stay in this temporary moment. And leave this consistent and persistent moment. I mean, this consistent and persistent joy and purpose. I, ha I have time. But no. You don't. And a lot of the times, you don't even know. But you're staying in a situation that is not really for you. Because, mm, listen, you wanted to become a new person because you didn't feel safe. Your subconscious didn't feel safe. You you got a little scared because here's the thing about 
your purpose. Here's the thing about the things that God allow in your life, the things that God provide in your life. It's not supposed to be comfortable all the time. If you're staying in a consistent, comfortable area at all times, 100% of the time, I'm telling you, you're not doing something right because God is going to provide some things for you, give you some things in your purpose. He's going to produce some things for you, but it's not always going to be comfortable. And that's a good thing because that means you're not growing when it's always comfortable because if you're not experiencing some type of uncomfortableness it's a problem with that because you don't grow or learn from being comfortable all the time you have to get uncomfortable sometimes so you can get that lesson out of that get that understanding out of that like okay I had to get through this so I can understand the necessary behind this because when you're comfortable you don't choose to learn some things nine times out of ten you choose to just sit back because you feel like you got it already you know everything already but God is saying when you get a little bit uncomfortable it forces you to move different it forces you to change some things about the way that you the, the way that you operate so I needed you to get uncomfortable and sometimes you quickly shut down because you're like mm, I don't feel too safe when I'm uncomfortable because then you don't have everything at your access how you want it Mm, see, don't get confused with how you need and how you want. You're getting the confused thing. I need it to my access. No, 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 no. You want it to your access. God is saying, I got you. You straight. But you have to learn how to work through the process a little uncomfortable. And that's why you're, you're and you've chosen to say, you know what? Instead of dabbling in it, I'm a dip in it because I feel a little more comfortable with this. So I'm a dip into it. I don't feel unsafe and uneasy because I have everything that I need access to. But God is saying, no, 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 no. You have everything you think you want access to. But if you get from out of that, if you undip yourself, you'd understand that you don't really want access to that. You don't really need access to that because that's not who you are. But when you understand who you are and you realize who you're not. Your taste is going to change. Ooh, your desire is going to change. And you're going to understand, ooh, I was in a situation where I wouldn't even be in that anymore. But you have to allow yourself to be okay with getting uncomfortable every once in a while. To find safety in the uncomfortableness. Ooh, that's that's so huge. And I, and I know how huge it is because just last year is when I learned how to find safety in being uncomfortable. Because I learned, okay, God, that means you're, you're working for me right now. That means we getting somewhere. I'm about to grow and I'm about to produce something from being uncomfortable like this. I don't worry. I worry when I feel like I've been comfortable for too long. That's when you need to worry because you're not producing things when you're too comfortable. Because you're, you're getting a lazy spirit in you. Listen, because if you self-reflect... Because I, I challenge you to, to have a moment of self-reflection during this episode and after this episode. And listen, sus, if you self-reflect and you realize you haven't changed a bit, there's nothing that is a huge, remarkable moment of growth, of change that you were comfortable throughout this entire beginning of your transformation journey, throughout this entire season, you stayed comfortable. There's not nothing that forced you to grow a little bit and to change a little bit then you ain't do something right. There was something not done on your end. Because God is saying with me, there's, there's, some, there's some pressure that comes. Oh, and it produces some things. But if, you, if that didn't happen for you, if you didn't grow something, then something wasn't, something wasn't working. Oh, when I sent my rain, 
your harvest still look the same? Oh, that's it. Not only did you look, did you change, but did your harvest change? Ooh, did your harvest change? Cause he said I sent I sent some rain, and you can't say I didn't send no rain, cause I even sent some drizzling. So you telling me that your harvest still looks the same? You still look the same? There's something that's wrong here. You gotta make sure some stuff is growing. You ain't have nothing grow yet, cause he said I produce things from my pressure. Don't run from my pe pressure and not see that's. Some of you aren't used to pressure. You're used to everything being given to you and being comfortable about it. And that's why you don't feel safe. But God is saying you find safety in my pressure. Once you find safety in my pressure, you begin to produce things consistently. You begin to produce things persistently. And you got to find find some safety, some ooh, find some safety in that pressure. You and and when you understand these things, when you get through these things and you know, when you realize, okay, this is who I'm not. When you come to conclusion of, I got to figure out who I am not and what I don't want in order to get to who I am and what I do want. You also have to be willing to take that next step of being able to die fully in the old version of yourself and live fully into the new version of yourself. But you cannot live fully in the new you and and the purpose-filled you and the you that God ordained and anointed. If you didn't die fully in your old version, see, some of us like to, some of us like to cut ties in with our old version, and you think that you die fully from your old version of yourself. But I got news for you. You've been doing CPR on your old self. You've been keeping yourself on the machine, breathing, giving yourself life support and all of that while you still trying to tend to your new self. And God is saying you cannot fully come into who you're who you are newly and who you were anointed and called to be and ordained to be if you won't give up and stop giving CPR to that dead version of you. If you won't give up and pull the plug on that life support system on that dead version of yourself. God is saying it's time for some of you to stop pushing and doing CPR and let go of that plug and leave that dead version of yourself alone cut all ties you're carrying dead weight into who you want to be and God is saying you are not about to destroy this new version of yourself or kill this new version of yourself so you're wondering why every time I try to go into it I keep falling back I keep being pushed back I keep um not it's not working out I feel stagnated I'm stuck in the same place God and he's saying that's because you can't fully enter into the new version of yourself into the new version of your life and accept that version of yourself in life if you can't accept the fact that you're dead in the old version you want your cake and to eat it too so you want this new version of yourself and you want to keep your old version still alive and it's like for what because ooh ooh you're the one that's that's keeping it alive. The old version and the version of you that is not who you are. It's not even alive. It's only alive because of you doing the CPR, because of the life support system that you have it on. If you would end that and stop that right now and say, I cut ties from you, you'd understand that it's not who you are and it's not and it's not important to your um, to who you're called to be because it'll stop breathing. It'll it'll be deceased. The moment you stop breathing for it, the moment you stop living for it, the moment you stop entertaining it. 
I challenge you to stop entertaining your old self, your old version of you. Stop giving CPR to that dead situation, to that dead weight. Mm, stop giving CPR to that. Stop it. Because that's adding extra stress. That's adding extra, extra weight onto you. And when you do, and when you choose to do what you're called to do, and, and you choose to walk into your purpose, you won't even be dealing with stress no more. Instead, you'll be dealing with growing pains. God is not going to put pressure on you to make you stressed out. See, you're used to the type of pressure that stresses you out and that frustrates you. But God is saying, with my pressure comes growing pains, which means you're growing in the process. Your pain is not coming in void. You're not just going to be in pain and nothing's getting produced out of this. I'm, I'm giving you the type of pressure that allows you to have growing pains. You're going to grow into something. It's like when a woman is in labor, she's not going through all that pain just to, just to, birth, just to birth nothing. She's going through that pain and she's birthing something beautiful she's bringing a new life into this world and God is saying I'm about to give you some growing pains that allow you to birth some things I'm about to give you some growing pains that allow you to flourish into another another purpose of your life I'm about to give you some growing pains that allow you to walk more gracefully into situations and out of them and I'm about to get you in another space in another area in another atmosphere in your life that's what you always wanted that's what you longed for deep down inside of you. That's what my pressure produces for you. That's what my pressure gives you. Not stress, not frustration, but growing pains. And I, I question you. And I don't necessarily recall the exact episode that we talked about it on. But I remember I challenged you to... Sit with God for a minute. Sit in, 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 a, in that room with him. Sit in that place, that atmosphere with him. And allow him to take lead. And Holy Spirit says, have you been actually sitting with God or did you settle to stand with him? Mm, that, now that's a reflection thing right there. Because that reflects both your past and your present and your future. Have you been sitting with God or did you settle to just stand with him? Ooh, that's that's very deep. And, and here's why, because standing sometimes symbolizes power. When you think about it, sometimes symbolizes power. It's a form of power for some people because you feel like you have the the higher up. You feel more more guarded. And when you sit down, you're less guarded. You're. You're more open in a sense for certain people and and it shows that you're not giving full, complete and utter control to God in this situation that you were supposed to sit with him and allow him to take full, complete and utter control. But you chose to stand and said. And for some of you, this is a little progress because at first you weren't even getting in the room with him to deal with this situation. But now he's saying, I need you to sit. Stop standing because that still gives the idea that you feel that, you're st that you have some sort of control. Even if it's the illusion of control, which you know it is. I like holding on to that illusion of control because it gives me some type of, some type of calmness and balance. But God is saying, ooh, guess what? You think, you think you like that calmness and balance now? Ooh, that's not even who you are.
That's not even something that you want because guess what? When you choose to sit down and give yourself a break from feeling in control with the that illusion, oh, guess what? You're going to get a type of shalom, shalom, a perfect peace, a type of harmony and tranquility from me that you've never gotten in your entire life from anybody else before. I'm about to introduce you to a relationship that's so trusting and so faith-filled that you're going to be in awe of it. You're going to want every relationship you come into past with, you come into contact with to be just like this. It's going to change the way you think, the way you move, and the way you handle things. I'm about to give you a sort of grace that you're not used to. But first, you got to sit down. You got to allow me to, to break down those walls and to show you what I can do. But if you're not even sitting down with him in this situation, you can't fully grow and develop out of this transformation journey. God is saying the only way you can properly get through this is if we work together on this, if we build a relationship through this, because then we'll get somewhere. So you got to sit down, stop standing. Don't settle to stand with him. Because if you're going to stand, you might as well get out the room because ain't nothing going to get done. But if you choose to say, I'm going to get in that room, I'm going to sit down. Some of you need a reality check. Some of us need a reality check to be like, I've been standing and I thought I was sitting down the whole time. Oh, no, I got to sit down. I'm not getting nowhere. That's why I've been stagnated. That's why I feel like I haven't been hearing you, God, because I've been standing. And when I stood, God, it made it hard for me to hear and comprehend what you've been telling me. Because even though I heard what you said, I didn't comprehend it and I made it into what I wanted to hear. Or maybe I just didn't hear you at all because I wasn't listening because my ears were already programmed to hear exactly what I wanted to hear. So when you didn't say what I wanted to hear, my ears shut off. So I need to sit down and lose the defense mechanism. I need to get right with you. I need to hear what you have to say. Let you take lead and I'll follow. Because God makes things happen when we just let things go. Oh, that's it right there. God makes some things happen when we allow ourselves to just let go. When we say, you know what, I'm just going to let go. I'm going to let go because when I held on to it, I held a little too tight. Or when I held on to it, I didn't hold on tight enough. Or I just was filled with fear the entire time I was holding on. God, I need to let go and just give it to you. I'm giving you all of, all of the authority, all of the power, the control, everything. Because I know you can make some things happen. Because God is saying, I'm not going to fight you for the position. I'm not going to fight you for the wheel. Or for the conversation. I'm not chasing you down for that conversation. So you have to be able to let things go and be the initiator because I'm, I'm here. I'm in place for it. I'm just waiting on you to enter the realm. I'm waiting on you to initiate it so I can start with where I was ready to start with. And then I'll make some things happen as you let some things go. And you just got to be, you just got to be willing be willing in your vulnerability. And I know we talked about vulnerability so much throughout this season. And it's so important because it's everything to this season of your life. I cannot stress this enough. Like if I could just put this on your heart and allow this to weigh in your mind consistently like it does for me 
vulnerability is going to be everything in this season of your life. And it doesn't just end in December, on December 31st, 1159. It does not. It continues on. Because, like I said, this is the year of acceptance. But that acceptance is going to go forth. Holy Spirit is saying 2020, 2021, 2022. It's going to continue. So that vulnerability is so important for you to grasp it now. So you'll be able to flourish and gracefully go through your life in the rest of these years, in the rest of the seasons, in the chapters of your life. And that's why you have to understand what your vulnerability looks like and what it needs to look like, what you want it to look like and what you don't want it to look like. Because vulnerability and vulnerability with no control is two different things. And you have to figure out which one do you choose for your life. And when I say that, I mean you're vulnerable, but you choose to be vulnerable in certain aspects in the sense of, you know, this, this vulnerability makes me look good. If I'm vulnerable in this aspect, I still look good. But if I go this this vulnerable, I can't because I'm not I might not like what I see when I go this vulnerable or they might not like what they see when I go this vulnerable. Ooh, but child. Mm, when I put up those boundaries, they show how vulnerable I am. I don't know if I want to do all of that. When I when I hold down in, to my morals, it may show some form of vulnerability. But listen, baby, when you choose to be vulnerable with no control, in your form of your relationship with God. And and when I say no control, I say no control to the extent of your relationship with God in the sense of the vulnerability he wants you to be. And, not, and you're not grasping and holding on to, to handlebars in the sense of I need these to help me get control. I need these to help me stay in order of everything. But you're saying I'm just going to be vulnerable. Vulnerable in my nakedness. And I'm not saying literally just go around being naked, but I'm saying vulnerable in in the sense of no control. And when I say that, here's the perfect here's the perfect way to explain. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Vulnerable in the sense of without your flesh. Our flesh allows us to put up these defense mechanisms, these borders, and um hold back from being our true vulnerable beings at times and our true spiritful beings. And God is saying, be vulnerable with no control. And when I say that, I mean, be vulnerable with no flesh. That's what you have to figure out. Am I vulnerable with the flesh or am I vulnerable without the flesh? Which vulnerability do I choose to have over my life? To run way over my life and have my life. You got you to gotta figure that out. What vulnerability am I choosing? And, and listen, sis, do not tiptoe through life by that when you choose to say i'm going to be vulnerable with no flesh i'm choosing i'm not going to tiptoe through my life let them hear every step you take let them know every every step you take and when i say that that doesn't mean oh go blasting through every move you about to make there's still some things that have to be done in silence but i'm saying every step you take in and loving yourself and your vulnerability and your throughout your transformation journey by in a figurative sense, not a literal sense. But do not be afraid and hide from it. Don't hide from your transformation journey, from your necessaries, from your vulnerability. But instead, say, I'm not going to tiptoe through this. I'm going to walk strong and confident 
with my head held high and I'm gonna let them hear every step I take. I'm gonna allow them to know that every breath I make I am proud of because I'm a survivor. Even though I might be scarred up, I might be bruised up, I might be out of breath at moments because of the journey and the process that it's been through this journey. I'm proud of every, every inch of it. Every beauty mark from the battles and every breath I had to take to get me through this process and through this moment and through this journey, be proud of that. Wear that well. Don't, don't allow your crown to be tilted or allow your head to be brought down because of it, but wear it well. Hold your head up high. Be strong in that strength. Be proud of that necessary. Be proud of that vulnerability. Be, be, be happy that you're walking into your purpose. And I know in the beginning of the season we talked about it's okay to not know something sometimes. It's okay to feel uncertain about things but understand that you still have a certain purpose in a certain place. And I want you to understand some things as you go through the reflection and as you reflect through this water break and you understand some things about your transformation journey so far as it's been. Really, really reflect and be honest with yourself. You're not doing anybody a favor by not being honest with yourself about how you've gone through the transformation journey so far. Be honest about it so you can make sure that you do grow and you do flourish the right way. And I really, really, really challenge you to begin writing. I want you to write as we're on break from season one and I want you to get a journal and actually physically write it out and write out what you believe your purpose is, write out your goals to reach that purpose and how you want to do this and and write out how you feel, write out your reflection on your transformation journey so far and those hardest moments and, and write out the the dream and the vision that you have with your purpose and how to touch other people because remember God is not just giving you a purpose for yourself your purpose is always to touch other people for him it's always a bigger picture you, you understand and, and I want you to do that because it is now time for you to start to envision it to speak it and to live it don't just don't just think it but envision it envision it with envision it with confidence knowing them with faith and then speak it out and you begin to live it by writing it and by walking in it I want you to begin to do those things because when we come back we are going to be incomplete we're going to be ready and mature enough to go through the next few levels and steps of the transformation journey that it is that God wants us to break through because we're going to come back breaking generational cycles generational curses and we're going to come through and do this in the glory of God and be able to do it so again it is the time now to envision it speak it and live it in your life and remember always says i love you love you love you guys thank you so much for going through this journey and choosing to continue to fight and pursue and go through your transformation journey and joining me this entire season one i appreciate it so very much always remember walking your destiny walking your purpose girl get up it's time to flourish.